Hey guys, welcome to episode 199 of the Ryan is Super Strong podcast. This week, I'm coming to you with a dear friend of mine, and, and uh, loyal listeners know him. His name is Chris Hackman. He is the guy who wrote the intro and outro music for my show, as well as helped me with a bunch of the bumper cues that you guys all know. And Chris Hackman is a total sweetie pie. Am I correct in that, my lovely fiance, Lori? He sure is. <laughs> Lori's here too, guys. Hello. Brilliant chime-ins from my lovely fiance. How are you doing, sweetie? I'm good. How are you doing, babe? I'm doing good. I'm pretty tired from graduate school and taking all my words away from me. Mm-hmm. It has all my words now. And we're just we're together right now in a secret, secluded spot. And I had to do this intro, and so I said, "Hey, come and be on this intro with me." Yeah. <laughs> and so she's here. Yeah. Say hello to her, everyone. They said it. Did you hear them? Wow. You know what? I'm so sleep deprived. I did hear them. <laughs> well, enough about us. You're here for Chris Hackman. It's episode 199. That's a big number, huh, sweetie? That's a big, unsatisfying number. <laughs> yeah. I told Chris in this episode that maybe I'll just stop here and see stop what happens. Stop at 199? <laughs> How ridiculous would that be? I would call off the wedding. Ooh, already been rescheduled yeah. <laughs> thanks to COVID. So, Our friend COVID. COVID. Um, but yeah, so let's get back. Let's get to this show. You know, I, I we're we're having a little secluded, you know, alone time right now to get away from some of our COVID problems. You know, we're just aren't we? Right. Some 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 fun alone time. Um, but I but I took a moment to just do this intro to this podcast because it still has to come out this week. And Chris is one of the sweetest guys I've ever met, and he's a part of the show every single week. And he's been on a couple other podcast uh, episodes. So if you want, if you if you like Chris after this episode, which you will, sure, then go back in the history and listen to his episodes. He's a badass, and he's an amazing musician, which you're going to hear some of his music. So with that, what I want you to do is I want you to be comfortable. Right? Don't you want them to be comfortable, sweetie? I do. I'm just observing your ombre legs. <laughs> the audience doesn't have to know about that. They do now. Yeah. Guys, I've been doing those three-hour walks, which I've talked to you guys about before. Uh, I've gotten very tan in all the areas that show. Look. The areas that don't show. thigh is whiter than my hand. I know. Lori and I are basically the same tint. He's in his underpants, everybody. <laughs> they don't have to know that. Of course not. They don't have to know that. Of course they don't have to know anything. But now they do. They don't have to know now anything that you say. This, Rupert's this walking show around is as well. entirely superfluous. R- Rupert's also walking around. Rupert, would you like to say anything? <laughs> he just... Oh, okay. He actually did kind of... He did. He kind of... He, he, he did a breath out, which which is normally his sign of indign- indignance. He's upset with us. Right, but at this point, it just sounded like he needed to release some CO2 from his lungs. So. Mm-hmm. He did. And then he wanted to wag his tail and then he wanted to shake. But anyway, let's get back to the real point. You guys are here for the show, and that's what we need to get to. So I want you to get comfortable. Would you like them to be comfortable? I would like them to be appropriately comfortable. If you like a hot beverage, I would like you to get one. Lori, like please give them an example if, of a hot if beverage. If they are in the car... Mm-hmm. I don't want them to like be like reclined, comfortable. Like right. I want appropriately comfortable. Be 
appropriately comfortable. If you would like a hot beverage, what kind of hot beverage could they have? Give them there's two only, to three examples. There's only one acceptable hot beverage. Okay. That's tea. That's an incorrect statement. That is one of there the is acceptable one hot. There is You like hot cocoa. Except, I was going to say, that's a dessert drink. <laughs> okay, guys, you heard it here. Tea for all times of day, hot cocoa for dessert. Um, I, if you like a cold beverage, you should get that. Lori just had her first Topo Chico for the first time tonight, and you enjoyed that. I did. You said you like to over LaCroix, and we are very big fans of LaCroix, which you will hear about in this very episode with Chris Ackman. Little it's does Lori know. It's smaller bubbles, which I appreciate. She likes the tiny bubbles in the wine. Tiny bubbles it's make not- her feel fine. So that's oh. a song. Those are, those are song lyrics. There's going to be people now who think that Topo Chico is wine. It's okay. They'll learn. They'll learn like we all did. We all learned at some point. Anyways, get your hot beverage. Get your cold beverage. Get, you know, get snuggled up to somebody. I always say that every week. You know, if you have a pet, you know, whether it's a dog or a cat or a hamster or a gerbil or a lizard or a fish or anything, get close to that animal. Or a pillow you drew a face on. Oh, yeah, a pillow you drew a face on or maybe fins on so it's like a fish pillow pillow. So get close to that pet that you have, whether it's fake, imaginary, just keeping you company during COVID, and give it a squeeze and get comfy with it. Yeah. It's hot out right now, so maybe you need to cool down. You know, maybe you're working out right now, and comfort just means good shoes and a water bottle next to you. Whatever it is, we want you to be comfortable because this is an amazing episode. You're gonna love Chris Hackman if you don't already. So get comfy, sit back, relax, and most importantly, like I say every week, enjoy the freaking. Welcome to the Ride of Super Strong podcast. This is Ryan Kadinson, and I am, you guessed it, super strong. <laughs> Today's strength level is Mattel. Mattel is a legendary toy making company. You know, they've been around forever and they've made one of the most popularized toys of all time, the Barbie. And today we have a man, a producer. This is his third appearance on the Ride of Super Strong podcast. He's a singer, songwriter, multi-instrumentalist, all-around badass, the real human Barbie himself, Chris Hackman! What's up, everybody? Woo! Thunderous applause! I can hear them. <laughs> They're yelling and screaming and hooting and hollering for you! <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> Hi, guys. I mean, folks. Poof. Folks? Ooh, yeah, gotta be careful. Gotta be careful. Let's start from the top. <laughs> how are you doing man pretty awesome how are you i'm doing really well it's an honor to have you back on the show you know this is episode 199 oh my goodness isn't that crazy you're coming up on a milestone that's exciting that doesn't feel like i should just stop here and i don't know this is a new beginning this is <laughs> just the first footprint on the moon that's right <laughs> the, first, uh, the first footprint on the moon I like that. That's what episode 201 will be. <laughs> Breaking new ground. No, that's awesome. Dude. But yeah, you've been on, you know, as the, as the loyal listeners of the show will know, 
you know, you are the, are the composer and instrumentals who made the intro and outro for this very podcast. And you also helped me with all those bumper cues that people, uh, you know, enjoy so much. And we'll hear one of those later on today. Um, yeah. But I haven't, I haven't seen you in like, I don't even know, like I'm a couple of years at this point, right? Yeah, there's a bizarre effect in Los Angeles because it's just beautiful every day, pretty much all year, every year. That it's like hyperspace smear of your memory and the stars like expand out and it becomes this tunnel and you don't know how far down the tunnel anything was. Right, right. I get it. (laughs) (laughs) That is a really weird thing that happens in LA. Maybe also, I don't know, that could happen other places, Uh, you know, if so. Outer outer space? Oh, clearly, I mean. Mm -hmm. I don't know. We don't know yet. What do you sure. think about what do you think about all those alien videos of like spacecraft that are being taken? You know, like the crazy alien spacecraft things, you know, the UFOs and things. You mean like uh? So I did notice that the Pentagon recently confirmed the authenticity of a few videos that a fighter right. jet had taken. Mm-hmm. Um, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. What do you I think th- about it? I think it's great. I'm ready to go home. Uh, and it's just beautiful to see my brother and getting the, uh, my extra dimensional brother and getting the recognition that they deserve after yeah. all this time. I like that. If you were chosen by the aliens to, you know, to go along with them, but and you got to take 10 people from the earth to represent humanity, who would those 10 people be? Wow. Um, to represent humanity? Yep. And, well, and, but they, they, you know, like, cause, and you get to pick 10 because I assume you'll want to take, like, you might want to take, like, some close loved ones that might not be, like, you, you might have some picks that are, like, Barack Obama because he's such a, or whatever, but, like, you know, or, like, they're a really talented artist or whatever, but you might also want just your mom or something, you know? Uh-huh. That's why I gave you 10. Wow, that's quite the guest list. Yeah, it's a good. It's a, you're setting up a nice dinner party for yourself uh-huh. and for the aliens. Uh, could I just bring the entire band, uh, Parliament Funkadelic? Oh, that I, think, would be I think that's ten people, give or take. <laughs> that's so awesome. That'd be so cool. They would love yeah. that too. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that's a good good way to represent us. Have you watched uh, Trolls Two? Uh, I wish I could say I have, but uh, is that the one where it's like the world tour and they're like rock and roll trolls? Yep, but there's also funk trolls. Wow. And uh, Parliament Funkadelic is, uh, we'll say, highly represented. We'll put it that way. <laughs> I think you actually, you know, as, as silly as it is, I love both Trolls 1 and 2. Um, they're both really good. Trolls 2 was awesome, though. I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. There's yeah, there's nothing silly about that as far as I'm concerned. Well, I'm a grown man, large grown man, and uh, <laughs> uh, so sh- <laughs> I shouldn't like it as much as I do, but I like I like it. I like it. I think it's silly and heartwarming. If I I, if I cried. I'm, wow, at I both of them? Up. No, I, 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 there was a part in Trolls Two that I did tear up at uh, heavily. It was good. It felt yeah. good. Mm-hmm. I mean that's a sign of uh, of maturity and strength of character as oh, far as thank I'm you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. 
You're always backing me up. You know, you're you're being like my hype man, real support system. But back to the question. Let's hear these ten people. Oh wait, no, you you said probably Funkadelic. I mean, at the very least, George Clinton. Yeah. Um, geez, ten people. You know, uh, it really depends on some. Cause you know, I'd maybe, want the, that, maybe the Harlem Globetrotters. I'd want them to want to come, and that's not yeah. for everybody. So maybe some of my my friends that I'd want to take with me, their place is here on Earth. They're gonna know, destroy the Earth. Left behind. I mean, yes, they're gonna des- they're gonna destroy, they're gonna destroy the Earth, and you get to take ten people off. Oh wow! Yeah, so and it's not now, about. It's like the trolley problem. This is all of a sudden like a deep moral. Ooh, trolley problem. That's right. Yeah. Question. Yeah, I've turned it up. I've turned the heat up. Uh huh. Um. You have to take our president. Really? <laughs> Isn't that the funniest thing? They always say, take me to your leader. And that's exactly what you would say, I think. Or like, I would definitely, you know, take me to your leader. Everyone's like, ooh. You want to start? <laughs> you want to start there? Can we work our way up to the leader? Because rather show you uh-huh. some good, good, some really good examples of humanity first. <laughs> wow, that's an excellent point. Mm, I'm gonna say uh, my family and closest friends and George Clinton. I like that. Okay, that works for me. Do you like any other famous Georges? Mm. Curious. Uh, Clooney? George Jones. Who's that? He's a famous classic country singer. Um, He sings a song called The Race Is On, which is, uh, it's a a bop. It's a slammer. I like that. Um, Can you you sing us a little bit of it? The race is on and here comes pride up the backstretch. Heartaches are going to the inside. My tears are holding back and trying not to fall. Woo! <laughs> I love it, man. Mm-hmm. Thank you for regaling us. Uh, you are quite the musician. You've you've been you you've been named so many things over the time that I've known you. You've been Chris Hackman. You've been Velvet Buck. True. You've been what? Are, I think there's another one that I knew. I can't remember now. At least um, a couple. Did we meet during the Green Horse era? That oh I yeah, Green Horse. That was a yep. um, a real entry point, and the fuzzy crystals. Yeah, fuzzy crystals. That was the last time we talked. I think the fuzzy crystals was the project that was going on. I think um, it was a, a transition point. Yeah, I had just recorded some human Barbie, um, mm. so the Barbie was born. Barbie was born, and that's why the strength level today is Mattel. Unstoppable. Okay, well I gotta go, so I'll see you. <laughs> <laughs> We round that up, fold that up real nice and clean. <laughs> Dude, I, I, do you have AC in your apartment? Yeah, I debated leaving it on or not. Because um, okay. maybe you can. Are, did you mention that because you can hear a low hum no. right no, now I didn't. on the microphone? Oh, okay. No, 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 you're fine. I, oh, I didn't. Great. I didn't mean to uh, to accuse you of ruining the recording by any means. I uh, was just curious because I'm sitting. Like I told you, I'm I'm house sitting my my upstairs neighbor's apartment. And uh, he was just like, I try to use the AC sparingly, but he, but he's like, if you're in here hanging out, you can you know feel free to turn it on and cool the place down. But I'll just like, if you don't use it, I'm not gonna use it. You know, I'll just I'll leave it. will leave it off. But we we have the AC running in our place all the time. But I was just like, you know, I'll just when I come up here, I'll just, I'll just sweat it out. You know. 
Mm -hmm. So I'm just sweating it out. All the windows are closed. I'm just hanging out in the hot box. <laughs> I mean, that's great to help uh, to help get toxins out of your system, possibly begin to hallucinate or experience visions of your future. Ooh. I was Is like that happening? Is that happening? Dude, uh, no joke. I had two premonitions last night that both came true today. Well, um, out with it. The one was that there was going to be an earthquake last night. I, I was sitting around last night and I was just like, I'm feeling weird. I was like, I feel like there's something weird. There's something weird in the forest. And I was talking to Lori about it. I was like, something weird. I was like, I really feel like there's an earthquake. And then I went to sleep and she's, she's getting her master's right now. So she was up all night studying because uh, she's a real night owl. So she just stays awake all night and studies and all that. And then when I woke up this morning, everyone was like, oh my God, it's crazy earthquake. And she was like, yeah, you called that. So that happened. And then also I was, I'm a, I edit podcasts for a few different companies now. And I hadn't heard from this one company for like, you know, because they, they send me like a batch and then I don't hear from them until like the next batch. And I was sitting there last night and going, hmm, it's about time to hear from them. And I woke up today, email on new batch. I predicted it. And I just, uh, I felt like I was having a very, um, what's the word for that? Magic eight ball brain? Is that what they call it? I think that is what they call it, technically. I think that's a scientific term for what In the I'm literature, that's yeah. how it's described. He had a serious case of magic eight ball brain. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're going to go over to Roger with sports. That's exciting. I think you're really close to the other side uh, in the sense of like you're, you seem to be very sensitive to the supernatural yeah. um, aspect of our world. I've, tr I've always tried to nurture that part of myself. But I, what's weird about it is that I don't, I don't always know that I'm predicting something. I just have like a weird feeling. And then I don't, I don't realize I was really having that feeling until it was like validated. Like that just happened today. Because I, like, I was just like, something's weird. I feel like, like an earthquake or something. And then like today it happened. And I was whoa, I really did. I was, it, when I was thinking about it, I wasn't thinking like, there will be an earthquake. Like I wasn't trying to predict the future but i just kind of accidentally was mm -hmm. felt good you didn't feel the quake i did not feel the quake i slept through it i slept oh. like i sleep like a log sure i sleep through big noises like crazy stuff like if you know and like you know what if the, the bigger the noise I, i'm fine sleeping through but if like a small creak happens somewhere <laughs> then i'm up like i'm like oh, i gotta go check out the whole house someone's in here and laura's like what are you talking about <laughs> but that's just what happens. How, how are you? Are you paranoid about people breaking into your place? Or maybe is there a ghost in there that creaks around at night? Or mm, You know, what we do have is a stray cat that comes late at night. And, and uh, okay. I'll pull my curtains and then my cat will jump in and he'll, be, he'll stick his head under the curtain and we'll hear a very strange particular kind of meowing that he does for intruders. And when you pull back the curtain... That other stray cat is like right up on the window. Gotcha. And that can yeah. be a bit of a surprise. Of course. Yeah. That would be surprising. Mm hmm And do you punish him for this? Uh the my cat or the stray? Well either one. I usually run out there in um in my undershorts with a putty knife or whatever I have handy to chase him off. But I can never catch him. Keep a you keep a putty knife by the door in case of intrusion. <laughs> Uh, I'm making some repairs at the moment. Okay. <laughs> That's a handy thing. It's not a very threatening 
toy, like a tool, you know, for protection, but it'll do the job in a pinch. Yeah, exactly. It's way better than just your bare fingers. Bare fingers. <laughs> I mean, if I, I've heard of chicken fingers, but bare fingers? I guess if I had bare fingers, that would be threatening as well. They'd be covered in honey. Oh, wow. <laughs> Delicious. I wish they were. Do you remember any old commercial theme, uh, themes, like advertising themes? The music? Childhood? Yeah, or like, yeah like, like commercial jingles that you liked when you were growing up, or you remember mm, any? Yeah, like, uh, well, I think Radio Shack had the same jingle my entire life until they dissolved. I don't even know what that is. I don't even know what that jingle is. Radio Shack, America's technology store. Whoa, I don't, I don't remember that at all. That's huh. crazy. Were you sad when Radio Shack dissolved? You know, somewhat. Like, uh, that was a pretty useful store for me. Yeah, me too. Um, and it was cool to be able to go, like, hand-pick your things that you needed right then and there. Yeah. Um, but, you know, progress marches on, things change, people change, and, uh, you know, it's the end of an era. Yeah, we don't really need radios or shacks anymore. <laughs> Like, we have Amazon and podcast now. Exactly. Yeah, we do have Amazon. Or does Amazon have us? Ooh, good question. Are we all part of the the army of Be- Bezos runs from his high tower? Are we all droids in the Bezos army? I would. I would argue yes. Yeah, I would too. Oh. I literally will die if I can't use Amazon. If that means it. <laughs> what, are you ordering life-saving medicine on Amazon? <laughs> yeah, I am. I'm, I mean, Amazon is my life's medicine in a way. I okay. have to spend a few hours a day shopping and buying and purchasing. Yeah. Um, it's just how I contribute to humanity now. I think that's normal. <laughs> it's normal and healthy. <laughs> um, are you a sparkling water guy? I mean, I guess if I was to really ask this question, I'd say sparkling water or not. Nah. Um, I hate to admit that I am a sparkling water person. Me too. Let's do a Zoom five. <laughs> you know, I do have to, I have to control my consumption because it's like, uh, you know, if it's here, I'm going to drink all of it right now. Yep. I'm with you. That's what's, my, it, what's your preferred uh, sparkling water? You know, it, it shifts. Um, you, if I'm feeling fancy, you've got the spindrift, you know, uh-huh. oh, yeah. a little bit of that, that high class flavor. Yeah. That's tasty. Cause they put a little bit of juice on there, right? It's like uh-huh, a just a few it. drops, uh-huh. just enough to tease you. Yep. Uh, LaCroix, obviously the standard, many yeah. different options, uh, you know, consistently lime, lemon, um, those are never going out of style. I yeah. was a big coconut fan. Whoa. And I received a lot of pushback from yeah. my, my friends and my community. And so I, I'm not really buying coconut anymore. Okay, that's correct. You've made the <laughs> correct decision. <laughs> What's your reasoning behind that? Maybe I, I just, uh, maybe there's something I don't get that everyone else is, is tuned to, which has been like my big fear throughout my life. Oh, what's my reasoning for not liking coconut? Mm-hmm. Um, well, I love coconut flavor. I love real. I love real coconut. Coconut milk, coconut meat, dried coconut, coconut cream pie, coconut. 
I wonder. I, really, I was really rapidly able to list a lot of coconut stuff and surprise my own self. Um, but no, but I think Lacroix. I'm a Lacroix boy, as you can see. I'm drinking lemon Lacroix right now. Delicious. Um, I, I just think that they just. I think that they've only really nailed the citrus flavors, you know. And I, I just. I really am not a fan of like any. I've tried everything. I've tried all their stuff, but mm -hmm. I just. I, I think that everything like that like the coconut one in particular. Or mango, which I love mango. It's one of my favorite flavors, but I hate the mango LaCroix. Um, but have you had that limoncello one? Mm, uh, yeah, and also key lime, absolutely unacceptable. Ooh, key lime is unacceptable. Yeah, I can't Yeah, we don't, we, we don't buy it, and, uh, but we have bought it, and I've been like, that's okay. We'll drink that. That's fine, you know. Mm -hmm. But like, but typically, we're, we're, uh, we keep it in the, in the holy trinity of citrus family. No. I think that's, that's lemon solid. lime orange. I really like the orange, which I was really surprised by. But, mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if this is interesting to anyone, but 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 me, and maybe you. <laughs> I think so because uh, I mean it's a thing. It's like pineapple on your pizza, very divisive for reasons I can't understand. Um, Pizzas and, are too big. Uh, my, that's always been my opinion. Is like let's if you're gonna put pineapple on the pizza, get like shred it up. You know. Wow. I think it should be like small, you know, so that it kind of cooks in. So you get some on every bite, not just a weird, huge chunk of pineapple every few exactly. bites. Exactly. Yeah. And it makes the cheese all soggy. It's weird. I'm like, uh -huh. I'm down for the flavor profile. I think if you put like that ham and pineapple and maybe some jalapeno on there, a little red chili flake on there, it'd be it's tasty. But you gotta you gotta shred that thing up. Yeah, I can see that. I'd just be careful saying that on air because you might have just alienated a, you know, a lot of people that are adamant that pineapple should not be placed on a pizza for any reason well i'm crazy on this dude at the beginning of quarantine Lori and i we were big into making our own making homemade pizza for a while Ooh, jealous and it was really really fun it was something to do you know it was like so it, it was it made dinner really fun to do because you know you make the dough up and everything and then like you get to top it yourselves and we were making like individual pizzas together and it's fun you know it's like a fun little thing to do but what i was doing um was I was doing an extra step and taking all the toppings that I wanted and chopping them all, all up together, like in a topping, like, like, I don't know how to even explain it, like a bruschetta topping almost, you know? So it'd be like wow. pepperoni and mushroom and peppers and jalapeno, all that stuff, like a Supreme pizza, but I was making them all the same size and then sprinkling that whole topping on the entire pizza. So then mm -hmm. every bite was like every flavor, you know? And like the toppings got crispy and it was just, oh, love it. I'm starving. <laughs> no, I think that's why I think that's why I'm talking about it. <laughs> really, really hungry now. <laughs> uh, I think that's really forward thinking, and uh, I would absolutely want to experiment with uh, with complete coverage of pizza toppings in the future. A lot of people get you know penalized in in, the, in their communities for forward thinking, and I think that you know I'm on track. <laughs> I'm on track for some real retaliation <laughs> uh -oh. from my peers and colleagues. Neighbors. I, I hope not. I'll, I'm here to protect you. Thank you. I'm glad. And if I get taken right now, at least I'd have a witness. Absolutely. Yeah, you're recording this, right? I am. I am. I like your glasses so much. Thank you. Are they? Are they, they, You've always had that style, but they look like a little bit... Are they newer? I've had these for a few years. I don't know. Um, yeah. I, like I really... Shape for your face shape. I've, 
Thank you. Thank you very much. The ones I had previous to this uh, were a little Moby-esque, which okay. was unfortunate because people uh, ask about word. Moby all the time, and there's almost no one I'd rather want to be confused with less. Ooh. Almost no one. Who's almost, worse than Moby? Uh, well, what I get now is Waldo. Waldo. <laughs> That's cool, though. Waldo's cool. I mean, well, we, we don't really know much about Waldo's personality, do we? No, he's he's uh, it was like he's a real mystery for the ages. Yeah, it's like who who is Waldo? We need that's the next Netflix series. Like it wow. needs to be a, it needs to be like a making a making a uh, making the murder or whatever, uh, like that kind of seriousness, you know? And they're just like, but like and like images of like Sasquatch, Pat, like you know, like fuzzy. Thing. <laughs> well, I thought you know I grew up with Waldo, but. You know, like back in the day, he was always sneaking around, sneaking sneaking out past curfew. Mm-hmm. I got these pictures of him, and it's just like you can just see like the corner of his striped shirt. <laughs> I'm into it. And if you need, if they need someone to play Waldo, uh, I'm non-union, so I'm going to be a lot cheaper. Yeah, and all, and he just has like this huge line of ex-lovers. Wow, that are just like, yeah, I fell in love with him, and they just disappeared. You know, I didn't find, find him. It. He kept on dis- disappearing into crowds where everyone was wearing striped shirts or striped beach blankets. <laughs> There's a wizard that followed him around everywhere and a weird dog. Did you play those I books just, when you were young? Did you have all those books to, to search for Waldo? I did. I searched high and low, uh, and there's not much that compares to that feeling of satisfaction when you finally spot his stripy little shirt and his weird glasses. And you're yeah. like, oh, my God, this was worth it. But who is he? Why do we want to find him so bad? That's the real question, I think. What is this obsession with Waldo? And why is he always trying to hide from us all? Maybe he's just tired of being searched for. He has no anonymity, does he? Can't leave the house, that guy. Nope. Nope. But he is really good at blending into crowds, I will say that. I think so. Him and Carmen Sandiego, I think they have a bit of a... There's like a... A strange karmic connection between the two of them. That's yeah. There probably are some kind of a strange loving situation. That's uh, Conan O'Brien tweeted. Where in her house is Carmen Sandiego? <laughs> Which I thought was hilarious because you know just during these COVID times, even Carmen Sandiego can't you know can't go anywhere. No, not if she's from the U.S. Just insane. <laughs> We don't know for sure if she is or not, I guess. We don't know where she's from. Yeah. San Diego, I guess, is all we really know. That makes sense. Yeah. She's like, and why do we love her so much? Isn't she an international criminal? She's an art art thief. (laughs) We love her. We love her, you know? I can't say that I am not pretty intrigued and or slightly low-key supportive of actual art thieves. I know. I mean, it's like if they're doing a job. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's one thing to steal it, but it's like if you're making money on that, how are you doing that? You know? How are you finding those guys with that much money? Poof. It's a whole, you have to really be in a, like, it's one thing to be a thief, you know, but to, you have to really be good at networking, too. I think so. Yeah. There's a, there's a real, there's that whole other side to it that I find fascinating. Do you think robberies and thieveries are easier to happen today because of the masks? Mm, I would say yes if it weren't for widespread 
um, artificially intelligent fueled facial recognition technology. You know, pretty soon it's going to be full minority report. Um, I know. It just looks at your eyes and it's like an eye based IE system. That's kind of how I am. Um, (laughs) Just in general, I'm I'm an eye based (laughs) uh, system as well. I like to look at the eyeballs and I like to connect with people. That's how I, you know, that's how, you know, when uh, my fiance and every past girlfriend I've had has always started with the eyeballs. (laughs) That's enchanting. It's where I like to start. I mean, sue me, you know, sue me, but I like to start at the eyeballs. Uh, food for thought. It's just, I mean, this, this episode is not about me. It's about you, but I just wanted to share that with you. Uh, well, I feel like your listeners, that's the kind of like uh, insight that they're looking for. I think so. I think so. They want to know you too. Yeah, that's true. And they do. Now they do. Now they know everything. I think they know you better than you know yourself. That's probably true. <laughs> They've all distilled me down very easily. <laughs> well, but speaking of, of music, you know, and musicals and the fact that you're a musician, we talked about all the different names and we talked about your project, Real Human Barbie. I thought it'd be cool, you know, for you to share a tune if you're still down to do that. I would love to. There's nothing I would love more. Ooh, Wow. That's extreme. <laughs> well, you said you wanted to share the t- This is a real human Barbie track, I believe, called Get a Life. That's right. You want to um, talk about it? Sure, sure. Get a Life is my, the latest human Barbie single. Okay. And uh, I recorded it to tape in this apartment that you can see and no one else can. Right. Um, That's how I like it. It was grueling. Um, this is my first experience, like running a tape machine and like doing uh, analog recording to that level, um, mm-hmm. and it's scary because if you get something close but not quite there, you have to delete whatever was there before you record over it when you punch, and there's no going back. Um, yeah. So when you're like recording your own vocals and you're like punching over what was there before, and you can't edit anything, there's like a really intense quality to it because you have to shut it off at like say you want to do one word differently you're like singing along and then you punch in on the word and then you have to hit stop like instantly at the right moment or you start to record over what was after it and you're sunk yep and then you only have so much tape right exactly you got to buy the tape and once you've, I mean, can you can, can you record over a tape when, once you've made a mistake? Or? Yeah, yeah. Okay, you, you, can, you can record over it many times, but yeah. there is an expense to it. Um, mm-hmm. But on the flip side, it's a very, it's like so alive and such an exciting, engaged medium to record. So I think yeah. uh, there, that this song has a a lot more like three dimensionality to it than if I were to have recorded it in Pro Tools or Logic or whatever. Got it. Okay, cool. That's really that's awesome. That's that's really complex stuff, man. You're awesome. Like I, my producing skills are very minimal, <laughs> and so it's like just thinking about all that extra work. I'm like, oh, that's a lot. But I, but I assume the product is the final product. Is, a, is much better off because you did all that extra stuff, right? 
Oh, I'm so happy with it. It has like a magical, it's like I'm like a magic imaginary friend. Like even the tape itself like is on my shelf and I'll, it's like a memento. And I remember like the whole emotion, emotional journey of like recording this album and the song and like, yeah, it, it has, uh, has an impact in a way that other music I've worked on kind of didn't share that same impact. Gotcha. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. Well, okay, so this so this didn't get a life. What's it about? Uh this I think this just came from me being worn out. Cause mm -hmm. I've been out here being in bands and a lot of cool stuff has happened. And earlier on especially I had a lot of ideas of how I thought things could be or should be. Mm -hmm. And uh over time, you learn what you need and you learn what it means to you to keep going when something becomes really difficult or when right. it didn't turn out the way you thought it would or how you wanted it to. And uh, so the song kind of reflects that where you can't, if you love something, you can't give up and, and you can't stop, but you, it can wear you down for sure. Yeah. And uh, that becomes part of the journey itself. You're like, if you love something, you're supposed to set it free. But it's like, no, I'm going to hold this thing down and finish it. Absolutely. Yeah. Maybe part <laughs> of setting it, setting it free is like recognizing maybe this looks a lot different than how I thought it was going to for in my little child brain. Mm. Um gotcha. And when you set it free, what you receive is like the beauty of what you've actually created, yeah. which can be and has been for me like so fulfilling in ways that I couldn't even predict. Well, if you had had a case of magic eight ball brain, <laughs> you wouldn't have been surprised at all. <laughs> so with that, here it is. Here's Get a Life. Get a life and watch it burn Forget the point of no return You're never coming back So keep on walking down the track Suck it up and get a job Cause that's what everybody Never mind the pain You never come this way again To elevate the things 
sharing that music man uh, it's it's I, I love hyping artists on this show and uh, funnily enough 199 episodes and you've been hyped on every single one of them. wow Isn't i mean crazy? i couldn't i'm so thankful to you thank you for enjoying and using music and sharing it and i, I hope that uh it really sets the tone that that works for you hell yeah man <laughs> Well, you know, we won't. I was gonna say, where should people go to buy that stuff? But that would be uh, getting close to plugging stuff, which we're not doing right now. We'll do that later, but it is not time. Okay, great. So don't yeah. you dare screw don't you that. Dare. Yeah, don't you dare. Um, but yeah, it is time to start playing some segments and games. Are you ready for some of that? I can't wait. Okay, well then, this first thing we're gonna we're gonna get right back into. It. We've been here before. You know it. This is. The compliment corner. The beasts of the forest can be mean and make your day gloomy. To make the world a better place, Ryan welcomes his friends to a magical space called... The compliment corner. Ah. <laughs> Do you remember helping me produce all these bumper cues? That was a blast. That was yeah. such fun. Yeah, I'm going to do that again someday. We should. We should do that again someday. Mm-hmm. One day. Just to make fun fun music for <laughs> for random use <laughs> insanity. Well, hey man, you know, you know, you know what happens in the compliment corner. You know, we, we get to sit here, we get to forget how dark and gloomy the world can sometimes be. Mm. We get to forget, you know, the, the state of our quarantine, coronavirus, crazy mm-hmm. president, mm. employment insurance. Get to forget all that. We just get to look at each other in the eye via Zoom. I'm going to give you a compliment that I mean. You'll flip it on me. Give me a compliment that you mean. And we're both going to walk out of here one compliment heavier at the end of the day. How's that sound? I love it. Awesome, man. All right, well, here's my compliment for you. Um, when I think about you, I've, I've gotten this compliment myself several times, and that's one of the things that makes me think we're kind of birds of a feather in a way. And it's, it's this feeling of like um, – no matter no matter how long of time we don't talk to each other or you know or like uh, we don't get to hang out or haven't had you on the show for a while or whatever it is like i i'm always excited to, to text you or talk to you 
because yeah, like even when I texted, I, I called you about this or whatever, or I texted you and you and you were camping, and you got back to me and just hearing your voice, you're like, dude, this is what let's do it. Let's go. You know, you're very excitable and it's, it's genuine, and uh, and it just it just feels like we just dip right back into the same level of friendship, you know, which is very cool because in LA or that you know you talked about that vortex earlier, mm. where it's all crazy and like you you run into people and then you don't see them forever and you run into you know. And sometimes when you don't see people for a while, like it's it feels awkward or you're just like can't really get going at the same level. But you're you're very much um, the, one of those friends for me where it's just like bloop, 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 we can pop right back in. And I think that's a very cool quality to have. Thank you so much. That and is I already cool complimented comment. your cool glasses as well. Ah, uh, uh-huh. <laughs> your listeners at home will always wonder what these bad boys look like. They'll never know. I'll put up some pictures, but <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, they absolutely will know. Yeah. Yep. Well, there's my comment for you, my friend. Thank you so much. Of course, oh I, I mean it. Um. Well, you know what? I'm. What is striking me at the moment uh-huh. is you look so young and healthy and vital Ooh. and uh, full of life, and I think uh, that's not that common of a of a thing to carry as a person that's not not that common of an energy and your life gives other people life oh wow that's a really nice thing to say <laughs> that makes me feel great i think uh covid has i, I am i you know i've been trying to be really healthy during this covid time because i don't want to come out of it i don't want to come out of covid dumber no um less healthy mm-hmm more in debt, and you know, like any all these negative things, like uh, bad, ch- like my chops weak. You know, I want everything to stay up and be, you know, be good. So I've been trying to be, you know, really good. But that makes me feel really great that you would say that. You know, it's working. Whatever you're doing, what's your secret? Ah, uh, bubble baths, <laughs> Epsom salts, natural. <laughs> Silly me. Insider trading tips on the stock market. Uh huh. Oh wow. Um, I'm shocked you would say that publicly. Uh, magic eight ball brain. That helps. Clearly. So those are the things, those are the four pillars that I, that I build my <laughs> life on. <laughs> oh man. Uh, but dude, that feels good. I feel good. Do you feel good? Fantastic. Yeah. I mean, obviously this is challenging on many levels. I'm lucky to still have work to do and have music to work on and a safe place to sleep that is mm-hmm. stable. Um, and even despite those things, you know, uh, it's a time for reflection or has been for me. And uh, it's been challenging at times, but uh, I've got a vision and there are many beautiful things and m- many beautiful songs to write and that's enough, you know? So I'm yeah. doing great. And I've been trying to do 100 burpees a day, but I kind of slacked Ooh, off the past, uh, you know, past week or so. I went to the... Well, it's all that, so, it's all that soda water, you know what I'm saying? Oh, exactly. You got to get a bad case of the burpees, you know what I mean? Wow. <laughs> Always. That's one of the worst jokes I've ever said. <laughs> No, but that's a lot, dude. That's a shitload. I can do like three burpees on time. No, you'd be fine. You break it into ten burpee sets, uh-huh. and you do ten sets of ten, and take it slow. Don't push yourself. 
And over time, you start adding. Um, pretty soon, you're doing three sets of 15, and then another 10. My goal is to get it up to four sets of 25. But well, when you, I, when you, how are you breaking that? Ten, like, how, how, what timeline are you doing that throughout the day? Like 10 right when you wake up? All at once. I, I don't want to be doing burpees. I hate doing burpees. So I don't okay, want... so you so you do, you do ten like ten sets of ten. Exactly. But like but all but like but how long is your break in between? Well, anywhere from one to three minutes. You know, Got it starts it. off quick, like around a minute, and then by the end you're like, oh jeez. Like, Last yeah. thing I want to do is ten more burpees. That's my problem. My burpees hurt my knees, man. I feel it in my knees. Like, it's ah. not for everybody. Yeah. yeah. You know, form is is crucial and it's different bodies you know some people need to be doing backflips not burpees yeah well I, i'll tell you what i've been doing during quarantine to stay healthy um it's not burpees but I, it brings us into our next game because i was going to talk about it during that game so ah. rather than do it here in the compliment corner let's leave the compliment corner behind i'm waving goodbye at it bye 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 now and let's go into the next game. This is a game I don't think that you've played before. This is a little game called From Little Baby to Full Grown Man. Hey, thanks, thing. Wow. From little baby to full grown man. Or a lady. You hated a thing, now you love that thing. Now you're grown up and you want to say thanks to that thing for being a thing. Love it. So that's uh, this is a new ga- a newish game to you, uh, not to the show, but new to you, and that's a that's a fun theme song, um, and I thought you'd like it. Um, but basically, in this game, what happens is we're going to talk about something from our childhood when you were a little baby or a little boy um, that you hated when you were little, but now as an adult, you love that thing. It's, it's become a part of your life that you enjoy. It could be, you know, whatever, it, you know, there's all kinds of examples of what it could be, whether it's experience or a person or a food or whatever. And then we'll get to talk about that. And then we'll each take a turn saying, hey, thank you, thing, for being in our life, you know? Fantastic. It's a, it's a game of gratitude. Sure. If you like gratitude games. I love them. Okay. It's, I mean, if, if, if you've ever played a good gratitude game, it's just like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, I you know. Um, do you want to? Do you want me to go first since I threw it on? Threw it on to you. Yeah, please do. I just want to see how you know how the game is played by the, okay. the original master. <laughs> the original master, OG master. Um, yeah. So what, uh, what I was kind of segueing into this game from was things that things that keep you healthy and um, and I, I've heard this advice for like workouts and people that want to get want to get healthy and stuff for a long time. The best that, uh, from people that are you know uh, that know a lot about physical health and all this stuff, they always say like the best workout for you is the one that you will do. So don't like so like so if you, when you say a hundred burpees to me, I'm like I can't. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that every day. I can't do that. You know. So but like I could guilt myself into trying, and then I just feel bad every day because I didn't hit that level. You know, but, but like, but consistently, if you can pick a exercise that works for you every day, then that's the one you should do because you can commit to it. So what I did during quarantine was I committed to 10,000 steps a day in the form of just like a long walk. But then over the course of quarantine, my endurance got up and all this stuff. And now I'm, I'm doing 20,000 steps a day, which is about, which is 10 miles, just over 10 miles Holy a smokes. day. It, it takes about three hours to walk. Um, 
and I do it every day. And I've been doing 20, I've been doing 10 miles a day for the last like two months. Oh my goodness. Where do you walk? uh, Just all around my neighborhood, you know, just laps in my neighborhood, my mask on, Staying close to the house in case of an emergency or weird situation, because we, you know, during the protests and stuff, it was all over our neighborhood. And so yep. I've just, I've gotten a little bit more of like hermity during these days. Um, just want to stay close to home, you know. Um, but yeah, I go on these long walks. And when I was young, uh, we we didn't have any money. Everybody wanted, and, but like, and so one of the activities that would be happening would be like, oh, let's go on a walk. Everybody, we're going, go, we're going to go on a walk. And I hated it. I was like, no, like I'd rather watch TV or I don't want rather play a board game, rather go to the movies, do something fun. I want to go on a walk. <laughs> you know, I hated it. I was like, this is not an activity. I'm just going to walk around the block. It's stupid. And now it's, it's keeping me sane. It's keeping me healthy. You complimented my health because I look healthy. And that's, it's all because I'm just walking every day and getting sunlight. And uh, I'm walking everywhere. Like, it's just, I love it. I'm, and I, it's become a really big thing for me during quarantine. And something that I really hope I can keep doing after quarantine, too. You know, just keep on healthy walking, you know. Um, so what I have to say is, hey, walks? Thank you for being in my life. Uh... <laughs> so that's how you play the game, you know. I see. Tell, tell me about something you hated that you now love, and then thank it for being in your life, you know. I think I have something. Okay. Uh, when I was a little kid, just a little baby musician, I hated practicing because I was Ooh. like, this is dumb. Like, I can just play this song. I'll just figure it out. Whatever. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, and I never practiced. And I hit a wall. Piano was the first instrument I had lessons on. Never practiced, hit a wall. And uh, never in all of the instruments I tried to learn through all through high school, I, I never put in the time. And then some something transformed. Um, I was a physics major first off in undergrad um, at the university. I didn't, know, I didn't know that. Yeah, for three years I actually. Uh, and two classes short of the physics degree. Obviously, I've forgotten all of that long ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and I switched. I was practicing and playing in orchestra that whole time, um, playing upright bass. Ooh. And I decided, like, you know, I'm a decent scientist. I'm okay. But I'm, a, like, a pretty good bassist, or I could be. And, and that's so much more fun to me. Yeah. And, yeah. uh a switch flipped and I started practicing for hours every day. And now even many years later, if I don't practice for a stretch of time, mm-hmm. I become depressed and despondent. And, uh, yeah, then I'll pick up a guitar or a bass and, and work on my chops a little bit and I'll instantly feel so much better. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm very I, I I I'm very similar to you as far as the how it is now like when you don't practice for a long time and what it does to your psyche, it's like ugh. it's terrible. Yep, get depressed if you can't play your instrument. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so are you gonna? So do you want to think practicing or pra- or or piano in, in specific or? I just want to say wait. How do you phrase it? Uh, just just you know address the thing that you want to thank. Okay. And then say hey thanks. Thing. <laughs> All right. Uh, I hereby, I Chris Ackman do hereby solemnly 
thank practicing thanks thing you're the best <laughs> yeah i'm with you man practicing is great practicing so, is great it's vital. like that. That's been, that's been something I just in the recent like last couple of weeks because up until COVID I didn't really need practice time as much because I was playing so many hours every day as part of my life you know just playing and and like switching chops all the time too whether it was recording or playing live or playing percussion versus drum set and like uh, you know everything in between doing all this kind of crazy stuff and so I never felt like my chops were l like lacking at all you know mm -hmm. and then when this when this whole thing started. I just kind of did videos and like collaborations and stuff and some and a lot of recording, but then I just, but I had so much free time. I wasn't playing every day and I'm sitting around and over the course of those first two months, I just felt my skill level, like getting tired. Like I, you know, just my chops were going down and down. And then I was kind of depressed in general and I couldn't get in the headspace to practice well. Like I would just, I'd, I'd try to sit down and I would do like 15 or 20 minutes and I would just hate it. Couldn't didn't do it. And then something clicked this month, uh, this last month where I just like, started being able to practice again. I've been doing like two hours a day, one to two hours a day of practicing, you know, different stuff. I'm feeling great. You know? Killer. Congrats. And I love it. I'm so much happier when I get that done. It's the darndest thing. I think there's just something really gratifying about like working on a motor skill that is progressive like that. It's yeah. Just, like, really well, it draws your focus in, right? Like, are you, are you thinking about all kinds of stuff when you're practicing or is your mind pretty focused? Oh, it's, it's pretty contained. Yeah. That's why I like, cause like uh, my mind is just like uh, when I'm just sitting in a chair, my mind's going a mile, and then I think about a million things. I get guilty about something. I feel bad about this. I, you know, uh, I get impressed with it. And whereas if I'm playing drums or playing like practicing technique on congas or something, I'm just thinking about that and just breathing and working on it, and like nothing else gets in my brain. So I think that's why I like it so much, cause it's just like a real, like you said, a switch flip where you're just like, oh, go into this different headspace. Mm -hmm. I like. Where that. do you practice? In the, uh, wherever I want. City Hall. <laughs> okay, careful. No, I practice, I practice in my apartment. or up, uh, now, now that my uh, upstairs neighbor left, I'm practicing up here. Um, but I don't, play, I don't really practice full drum set all the time. I, uh, I mostly practice bad stuff for congas. And, but, like, my neighbors are awesome. Like, they all, none of them care if I'm recording or practicing. Like, I, I, so I can. I just don't really practice full drum set all the time because uh, I, I have, like, pads on all my drums and cymbals and stuff. So I practice that, but every once in a while I'll take off, I'll take off everything off and play it for real. But I feel bad. My neighbors are elderly and stuff, and yeah. they they love music and they're always like asking us to turn up when we're having rehearsals and stuff. <laughs> but uh, incredible. Yeah, it's really awesome. But they, but I still feel bad, like just hitting drums real loud. <laughs> I did like an orchestral recording thing in here for a commercial. And I had to do crash cymbals and bass drum and timpani and everything. And so, like, a percussion rental person came to my house and left all this stuff. Oh, wow. And I just, I felt so bad because it was just, like, it'd be quiet. And then it's like, <laughs> <laughs> boom, 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 like, crazy timpani stuff. And a four-mallet xylophone stuff. Like, it was really, it was hilarious. I felt bad. But it's how it goes, you know, mm -hmm. just how it goes. Yeah. Well, hey, man, that's been that game, which I always say because I don't like to repeat the full name of that game because it's a long title absolutely tiring but now it's time for a new game or not new new to this episode <laughs> but but one that you know this is a game called get your dang butt out of my face when you get by the human race what you gonna say get your dang butt out of my face 
You know this one, Chris. Get your dad. Okay, yeah, I can't wait. And the cool thing about this song, too, is that you, it's your voice. That's, it's all you. That's from our day of producing, and you're singing. You're the singer on this, you know? And so I think people should know that. People mm-hmm. should be celebrating you. They should be applauding you uh, and being grateful for you. Well, thank, uh, you know. That's how I live every day. Grateful for Chris Hackman. For saying, singing, get your damn butt out of my face? Yeah, I like that. I like that about you. Mm-hmm. That's one of the many things I like about you. Ah. That, is that you're the lead singer on that track. <laughs> if I was to list all the things I like about you, that'd be on there. Sick. Um, so, <laughs> so, so uh, in this game, similar to the last game, well, it gives us a moment to talk about something that's been in a negative sense now, like irking our chain, pissing us off, making us angry, sad, depressed, whatever that is. We'll talk about it, and then we both get to, you know, get a chance to tell that thing to figuratively get its dang butt out of your face. You know? Yeah. Does that make sense? Uh, makes perfect sense. Do you have anything off the top of your dome that you're, uh, that you're thinking about that's been driving you mad lately? Yes. Uh... I would, I would say, and the, do I say the thing and then I say, get your dang butt out of my face? That's perfect. Yep. Uh, I would say rampant wealth inequality that manifests as systemic uh, police violence against minorities and disadvantaged uh, groups. Mm. Get your dang butt out of my face forever. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. <laughs> you have a beautiful amen. I'm, <laughs> I'm with you, dude. I'm with you. Dude, I love that. You just owned this game. <laughs> so, so succinct and just owned it. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, I'd oh, say man. let's 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 deal with that. Let's deal with that and kind of put every all the other things on hold until we can um yeah, we make that stop. Yeah. Shit. Man, I don't even want to go now. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Mine was about not not knowing how to spend all this money I have. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be a little tone deaf. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't have any money. You're literally sitting on a giant swimming pool full of hundred dollar bills in the zoom that's is that i have a scrooge i have a scrooge mcduck style chamber of gold coins that i swim through (laughs) every day for my exercise Hmm. um you're doing burpees in your apartment and i'm swimming laps in my pool of gold doubloons (laughs) jealous man i wish wouldn't that be cool Oh, okay. <laughs> face melting yeah it would be amazing it's too bad only like 300 people get to experience that then everyone else is kind of screwed I, mean, I hate to mention Bezos again in the same episode but it's you know, you know what up? I mean what's up Bezos what's up Jeff huh. whatever dude <laughs> whatever ooh I can order stuff from your thing oh that's cool mm-hmm mm-hmm Whatever, bro. Okay, my my that I, my thing that I want to complain about for real is yep. um, these parking ticket guys that are still giving tickets. Um, first of all, 
at the beginning of, the, of quarantine, there was this huge thing that was like, hey, we're, gonna, we're not giving tickets for street cleaning anymore because everyone's stuck at home. It's too difficult. Like, like you know, like, we're not going to do this to people. You know, like, or, you know, like, no one has the extra money to afford paying for tickets. It doesn't matter right now. Like, just everyone stay home. It's all good. And then randomly, like a couple months later, they're just like, okay, we're going to start ticketing again. Nothing's changed. In fact, everything's gotten worse, so we're just going to start ticketing again. <laughs> it's like, why are we doing that? But anyway, what makes me really mad about them is that for so I have this weird magic magnet setting in myself where it's like I, I always pull up to my house and I want to offload all the groceries or my drums or like whatever I have to get out of my car into the house. So I pull up to the corner because there's always no parking right there. So I pull up to the corner and I, I, like, I stop my car, put the hazards on, and then I run everything into the house and then I come and move my car back into the spot or whatever. But like... Like without fail, almost like every time I choose to do that, a parking attendant, like parking, one of those little parking cars, always comes and sees me, and they're like watching me and like go like do, like like giving me the like I'm watching you signal or I'm looking at the time signal or I'm gonna start running a ticket. And I'm like, dude, I live right here. I'm just trying. To, and so I get in these arguments um, with these people that aren't even really arguments because we're not talking to it. We're just going like, hey, you know, it's like just all this. It's just like nonverbal, you know monkey body movements you know that i do to them i'm like beating my chest uh-huh pointing at them to leave yeah and asserting that, that, your dominance i do and i pee on the ground and i and I, I i beat my chest but i scare them they drive away and the police come um but yeah so the parking ticket guys they drive me nuts so that's that's i don't like them harassing me when i'm just trying to get rid of groceries or drums so hey parking ticket guys who shouldn't even be giving tickets right now because we're all still in quarantine and don't need your crap right now? Get your dang butt out of my face. Gone. I feel better just having gotten that off my chest. Mm -hmm. Do you feel better? I feel much better. Good. That's I mean, what this show's about, man. You know? Yeah, I'll feel even better when, when, those, when that starts happening. But, you know, I'm optimistic. Me too. Me too. I like that. Well, that's what this whole show is about. You know, not only do we want the listener to have a little distraction from whatever they're dealing with, but I want my guests to feel like they get something off their chest, you know, or that you thanked something for being in your life, you know, mm -hmm. or that you got a nice compliment. You know, I want to uh, warm, I want to warm you up, you know, it's working. <laughs> and I'm sweating profusely over here. So I know it's working for me. I'm sweating. <laughs> um, it's hot here where I'm at. No AC. Um, but that's really what I'm going through. Mm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, hydration is key. That's what I'm saying. I've been drinking uh, liquid IV. Have you, you know about that stuff? Is that like Pedialyte? I, yeah, I think so. I think it is like Pedialyte. It comes like it comes in little like little like uh, little, like little stick pouches that you just you know rip open and put in like a bottle of water. Hmm. And it's kind of salty, kind of lemony. Um, I got the lemon lime uh, flavor, but I also ordered a. Uh, I ordered a, um, what did I order? What flavor was it? Oh, acai. I ordered that flavor as well, which I'm excited about. Tangy. But, um, yeah, but we're, you know, we're, I, uh, I'm trying to stay really hydrated and I heard that liquid IV stuff kicks ass for that. So, so I'm happy about that. I'll have to try it. Yeah. I've been drinking that. I like it. Um, well, Hey man, we are coming to the end of the show. You know, it's time to start wrapping things up and, You've been on the show several times and have, and have asserted your dominance in your own way with your own, with your own badass uh, personality. 
And um, but the last question is still the same question that you've gotten it before, and maybe your answer has changed, maybe you've evolved, may, or maybe you're you know steadfast in the way that you've always been. But the <laughs> the final question everyone always gets is simply because the name of the show is Ryan is super strong. The question that you'll get now is, hey, Chris, are you super strong? Am I super strong? I would say unequivocally yes i like it big time i like that well so for all of my listeners that are you know relating to you that like you that like your music that like your style that like your opinions on you know socioeconomic uh, disparities in our country and on our uh, hum human uh, experience for all those people that want to be as super strong as a chris hackman What's yeah. the advice that you could give them to help them throughout their days? You already said a nice uh, 100 burpees a day. Nice hundo burpees. That's good. <laughs> That's a good first step. Not for everybody, but, you know, for some. Yeah. Holy smokes. Uh, I'm going to steal Joseph Campbell. Follow your bliss. Ooh. Because, you know, even follow it a little bit. Even follow it 10 minutes a day. But if you don't... If you're not paying attention to, to your joy and your bliss or whatever it is that makes that happen for you, uh, you're blowing it. There's yeah, always yeah. time. Yeah. You gotta, you know, you gotta nurture. You gotta nurture this this that seed. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Follow your bliss. Also, uh, barbell curls. Ooh. Tons, of, tons of protein. Okay. Bar. Uh, yeah, curls for the girls, right? Curls for the girls. Simple as that. Keeps you happy, you know, a little something to show off. <laughs> exactly. It gives you more uh, tattoo real estate as well. Woo! That's right. I like that. I like that a lot. Well, dude, thank you so much for making a reappearance on the show, hyping, you know, some of your music and being silly with me for a while during all these crazy times. I wish we got more and more opportunities to do this. Uh, you know, in real life, IRL, it'd be great mm -hmm. to hang out again and just, you know, have some chill time, we make will. some more music together, maybe have some tacos like we've done before. Love it. So we'll ha that'll be a goal of ours in the future. Um, but like, but before we are completely done, what I told you not to do earlier was plug stuff. And what I'm telling you to do now is plug stuff. Whoa! <laughs> Where can people... Follow a Chris Hackman. Where can they buy music? Where can they watch videos? Like, where you know, where can people, you know, be a part of your community? Holy smokes! Well, thank you so much for having me. Um, I always have such a blast, and thanks for using my music in your podcast. Yeah, thank you, man. If you want to find what I've been working on lately, uh, track me down on Spotify. I'm called Human Barbie. I have an album coming out. Uh, my debut human barbie albums coming out in, in uh, october and also instagram is like the only really social media i focus on and sh and share same um videos and content and that is at the real human barbie yeah and uh you will you won't regret it oh, and it. let me know how uh you know leave some comments and some likes let me know how you found me and i'll follow you back because i'm all about uh building community and that weird like uh, for you gotta have your ratios 
really extreme whatever just lets me know that you are want to extract without giving anything back and that's not really my vibe so yeah uh, i agree with you completely yeah come say hi nice well uh i always take this moment to plug chad coleman who did the art for the show yeah so awesome to meet him yeah you met him before on that last episode that you were on and then this at this moment i always plug chris hackman but we've already spent this whole time doing that so i will (laughs) i refuse to plug him again right now Good call. <laughs> you can listen to every other episode of this show if you want to hear me plug Chris Hackman. Nice. Or this whole episode, if you want. Uh, the Instagram is Ryan is super strong. The Twitter is at SuperStrongRyan. And if you like the show and you've made it all the way here to the end and you're listening to me now, I hope that you enjoyed the show. And if that's true, I would love you to go to Apple Podcasts and rate the show five stars and leave a review. When you do that, the show grows. It's, we have listeners all over the globe now that talk to us. And when you write, rate, and review, it helps in the algorithms for the people to check out the show, and more and more listeners get to hear about my badass guest, like Chris Hackman, the real human Barbie, right here. That's you know me. So please do rate and review the show. I'd hugely appreciate it. And before I wrap up, I'll just say thank you one more time to my fabulous guest. Thanks, man. You've been you're such an important part of this show, and it's an awesome thing. I, I was so glad I got to get you on here before we hit 200. Me too. Thanks for having me. Glad to see yeah, you're man. doing well and uh, that the podcast is growing and thriving. Same to you, my friend. Well, uh, the last thing I do on this uh, on this very show is I talk to a listener or one listener uh, or a group of listeners and I try to get them to up their game in some way. And today's no different. And I will start right now. All right, guys. This week, Lori and I are coming to you to talk about people that decide that they're the boss of you when it comes to what you feed your dog. Yeah. <laughs> it's not fun. No. If, if it's bad for dogs, they don't sell it in stores or pet stores, and they don't sell it for a premium. Well, I mean, they sell things in grocery stores that are bad for people. That's true. I guess that's true. So what are we doing? Are we, are we, are we turning against ourselves? No, I'm just saying, you know, if we're going to fight it, let's do it with facts. Okay. Because then we'll win. In this world, a lot of things are marketed incorrectly. Yeah. But if you're a conscientious person, and you care about your pup, and you're buying good food that's veterinarian recommended, you're okay. So I don't care if you're an old lady that thinks you know more about dogs than the younglings you're talking to. Just shut up. Wait, better argument. If your dog hasn't died from eating... For years and years and years? You're doing a good job. Yeah, so shut up. What you need to do is listen to the advice of someone like Chris Hackman who was on this week. Go back in the archive and learn about all the advice that my guests have given. Because if you do that, maybe one day, you'll be super strong too. Just like... Rupert. (laughs) Rupert is super strong. Of course he is. He stayed alive through all the terrible food we've apparently been feeding him. That's true. And he's asleep right now. But... That also kind of looks dead. He's breathing. Uh Uh-oh. He's dreaming of a better food. Okay. Um, Have you watched Hamilton on Disney Plus? Negative. Okay. Have you you ever seen Hamilton or heard the music? No. Interesting. (laughs) I might be an outlier.